What's up guys welcome to Professor Reddit. This is your host Awace. This podcast is about all sorts of stories. Stories about people's day-to-day lives, problems and incidents. Okay let's get started. Enjoy. Story 1. Am I the a-hole for ruining thousands of kids Halloween and not feeling bad about it? I live in a large neighborhood, about 90 houses. We are what's considered a rich neighborhood. So our neighborhood has always been a hotspot for trick-or-treaters. We used to get about 700, 1000 kids a year. I've always loved getting trick-or-treaters, because my kids are teens now, and don't trick-or-treat anymore. But in the last 4 years, it's gotten ridiculous. There's thousands of kids and their parents flooding the streets, people with hay in their eggs carrying kids around. Trampling yards, littering candy wrappers everywhere, and the amount of small children walking around by themselves is appalling. People from the neighboring town of 30,000 people take their kids to my neighborhood. I was annoyed, but I never really did anything about it till two years ago. My daughter tripped and broke her arm. We didn't think it was a break, but we wanted to go to the air anyway to get it checked out, and there were so many people in our neighborhood, we couldn't get out. There were cars everywhere, lining the streets, parked in people's yards, it was horrible. We had to wait until everyone left, about 1am, to go to the hospital. My daughter had to wait in pain for hours. At that point, I was done. I contacted the neighborhood community and we managed to get some folks, cops mostly, to stand there at the gate with a list, and only let in certain people. Folks that live here, family members, friends, if you wanted to get in. You had to be close to someone in the neighborhood. It was great. There were only about 300 kids in the neighborhood. And after there was barely any trash. And we are doing it again this year. I recently told my sister what I have done. And she got really angry. When we were kids, we had to trick or treat in other neighborhoods. Because we lived in a trailer park with no other kids. She told me I was a horrible person for ruining thousands of kids Halloween. But honestly, I'm not too broken up about it. It was a hazard. If there was a fire or an emergency, no one would be able to get in to help. When I was a kid, there was never any cars lining the streets. The residences could get out if they wanted. It was never dangerous. I don't think I'm in the wrong. But I've always respected my sister's opinion am I the a-hole? Info. There was no one in the cars. They were parked in the middle of the road and in yards so there was no way for me or an ambulance to get through unless every driver in that neighbor at the same time went to their cars at the same time and drove out. My daughter was 13 and in that awkward phase where she doesn't want to bother anyone for help and said it didn't hurt that bad. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. Your neighborhood is not set up for carnival. If the number of people and vehicles obstruct essentially services then that's beyond ridiculous. Also let's not forget the plague at the moment. Crowds like that should be banned at this time. NTA. NTA. The other parents of the trick or treaters are TARS. The parents should taught their kids to learn how to respect other people's property. The parents should respected your neighborhood's environment. Letting their kids run around unsupervised. Parking in people's lawns and flooding the streets is beyond ungracious on their part. Now story 2. Enjoy. Am I the a-hole for refusing to be in the delivery room when my wife delivers? I know the title sounds bad, but it is not what it is. I, 30, have been married to my wife, 29, for 3 years. 
she got pregnant in January this year, and I was overjoyed. But one day she struck with a bombshell that the child wasn't mine. I was shattered. By then she was 6 months into the pregnancy and I did not have the heart to make her go through the legal process of divorce. It seemed that the baby's father ran for it when he heard my wife was pregnant. I did tell her that I would be filling for divorce once she gives birth to baby and made it clear that our relationship wasn't salvageable. She agreed and I told her she'd have to move out once the lease expires in January. She tells me that she is still in love with me in that hour relationship could be healed once again. I told her no, and she left it at that. We have been sleeping in separate room ever since, and I help with her delivery-related treatment and visits to the hospital. Now again a few days back she asks me to be with her in the delivery room once she delivers as she wants me to be a support for her. I once again declined, and told her that she could ask her mother to be in the room, to take care of her, and not to ask me to be with her in the delivery room. She went on to tell this to her parents and they have been messaging and calling me trying to change my mind and even went on to call me cruel. A to for refusing to be in the delivery room. Edit. After reading your comments, I've decided to consult a lawyer and file for divorce immediately. Also planning on talking to her parents about taking her in and taking care of her stay at hospital. Now you heard the post. Here are the replies of readers. NTA. Please get a lawyer in case you are in a jurisdiction that automatically assumes paternity of a child born within a marriage so that you can ensure you are not fighting an uphill battle to not be legally responsible for a child that is not yours. Even if you don't change the living situation, make sure you are protected. NTA. Since divorce is on the to-do list I would say it's appropriate for you to stop going to these appointments as well. If you don't want to be involved with this child or rebuild your marriage then you have to remove yourself from that situation. Otherwise you may be on the hook for additional support slash child support for a child that isn't yours. They will argue that you showed an interest and provided emotional support. Did you get a DNA test done or is the assumption the child isn't yours based on your wife cheating? If you have DNA proof the child isn't yours you should be taking concrete steps to separate yourself from the situation. Since she'll have an additional mouth to feed I would argue that you should offer to leave the apartment to her. That will give you the opportunity to try and recover and move on in a new space that holds no reminders of her or her betrayal. Now story 3. Enjoy. Am I the a-hole for choosing to stay with my mom? I'm 17 male, living with my mom full time since November of last year. My parents have been divorced for 10 years now, my dad has been remarried for 9 years and he now has a total of 7 kids. 3, including me, with my mom, of which I'm the oldest, and 4 kids with his new wife. My younger siblings still go to his house and both want to, and feel like they have to. My reason for changing the custody stuff is because I hated being the oldest in a blended family. I was pushed to babysit my younger half-siblings and my dad's wife's nieces and nephews sometimes, while they adults were doing other things. Sometimes these were under nieces and nephews, other times it was literal infants who were just born. It was all so much. I didn't get paid. I didn't get anything special. I couldn't say no. I also found it hard, because they live in a four-bedroom house, and there was a lot of sharing. I was expected to help feed the younger kids and I didn't mind it so much some of the time. But it was always my dad's wife issuing the orders. I know she's my stepmom and a parent in the home. But I don't have any respect for her. 
I feel like she wanted to use me as a nanny for her. The reason I feel this way is she asked my mom to send me over there at times when it was my mom's parenting time so I could babysit. Like every other week wasn't enough she wanted to eat into my time at home as well. She also tried to shame me for liking and spending more time with my full siblings than my half siblings. She said it wasn't fair to treat them different. But uh, the age gap is big, and so I will do different things and be, it does feel different, because the divorce was hard on me, and I spent years being pissed that my dad would leave my mom for someone else and have more kids. I was pissed that I was the oldest and having to look after another woman's kids. I was pissed that I didn't have one home anymore, but one home and a house I went to, my dad's has never felt like home to me. My dad is hurt I don't spend overnights there anymore. He's actually pretty angry. His wife called me an asshole for jumping ship. They wanted me to spend lockdown with them, and when I said no it created a bigger rift, and he and I haven't talked since. She still asks for babysitting. Am I the a-hole? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA. The fact that she still asks you to babysit after you started staying full time with your mom confirms that she just treated you like a free nanny. You have two parents and are old enough to choose where you want to live. Of course, it's nice to help out with a family, but it seems like the balance at your dad's place was heavily tilted onto your back. Also, I never like when people try to force someone to treat half-siblings like siblings. Circumstances are different, and like you said there is often a big age gap or at least a difference in shared experience. NTA. Your dad doesn't want your company, he wants your services. When he's willing to spend months not talking to you without hesitation or remorse, you have to take his actions for what they are, a declaration of intent. He doesn't want a son, but rather a babysitter. Boycotting his son, like he was a service establishment with a bad Yelp review, rather than his own kid, because he's angry is epitome of bad parenting. I'm glad you stood up for yourself. I'm proud of you for recognizing your worth and actively seeking out your best interest. Edit for misgendering op. Now story 4. Enjoy. Am I the a-hole for getting mad my bridesmaid won't come to my bachelorette party? I'm getting married in a week. One of my bridesmaids, June, is pretty much the opposite of me. She's very reserved, whereas I'm a party type gal love going out to clubs with my fiancé. Anyways. For my bachelorette party, I wanted to go hire male strippers. Everyone thought it was a great idea, except June. June said she was happy I was happy, but she wouldn't be attending that type of event. I asked her why. I made sure to plan it on a day everyone could come. She said it wasn't something she was comfortable with. I got upset and told her it's not about her comfort. It's about attending to support me. She told me she would be very upset if her husband attended a party with strippers, and so she will never even ask to do the same. It would be hypocritical of her to hold him to those standards, but expect to be able to do what she wanted just bc it was my bachelorette. June told me she'd be happy to attend once they left, but there was no way she'd disrespect her husband like that. She also said that, even if he wasn't in the picture, she's not comfortable with it. I got very upset and told her she was a bad friend for completely refusing to even ask her husband or to put aside her goody two-shoes attitude for one night that's for me, not her or her husband. Am I the a-hole for getting mad? Edit. Alright guys, I get it. I'm a major asshole. I really didn't expect it to blow up this much. 
June ended up seeing it. I didn't know she had read it. It hasn't gone well. Her husband called me and said some really rude things because June has been crying ever since she saw it. I guess I'm going to have to go deal with this now. Please stop sending me harassing messages and calling me names. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. It and not everyone is comfortable with nudity, I am, but I realize that not everybody is me. So stop forcing and peer pressuring your friend into male nudity. She said she would attend once they leave to support you. That doesn't make her a bad friend. I mean I find strippers incredibly tacky and there is a literal pandemic, but I guess you do your bachelorette party. Itta, you're trying to force her into doing something that's clearly over the line for her. She gets to have boundaries just like anyone else. She's not stopping you, she just doesn't want to do it. Calling her a bad friend makes you a huge A.